Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate Cage cast, where we discuss the movies and life of the national treasure, Nick Cage. There are three of us here, and I can't help but notice that none of us are Nicolas Cage. Did nobody call him? What? A Cage cast with no Nick Cage? No, instead of being Nicolas Cage, we're three Nicolas Cage experts, which is the next best thing. I don't think we should admit to being experts. Too late. We are not experts at anything. We are not life coaches, and we are not in any way, shape, or form qualified to give you suggestions on life choices. But Nick Cage is, and he's made hundreds of life choices. Seriously, I cannot stress enough just how much you should not take our advice. But we're experts. No, seriously, we're not experts. Yes, but we will be reviewing his first acting gig as Nicholas Coppola, Best of Times, which features a young and very precious Crispin Glover. And his work in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And his work in My Nightmares. We're experts! You know what's wild is I, I watched something with him last night and he said his name and I realized we're still mispronouncing it because YTT, we always like do like hard like YTT. Yeah. And when he says it's like Taika YTT, like he's like, Titty, yeah, he, he just clicks. Why did? Oh, really like racist. Utiti. Utiti. <clears throat> I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Who else? I was listening to someone get interviewed. That's why I listened to all of them. And... Someone famous that everyone knows. Steve. Defoe. William Defoe. We've been mispronouncing his name this entire time. What is it? I'm trying to remember now. In the matter of the legal inquiry into the mental condition of John Kishline. Eric Schneider. William Defoe. 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 No, I won't accept that. Defoe. I won't accept it. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Have I introduced you to my friend Defoe? He's when when are we gonna? Stomp. Did we talk about The Witcher yet? Yeah, we did. We talked about it a little bit. I finished it since then. Fuck, it was good. It was. Oh man, you want to hear the mess up thing? Like, so I I never played the games Witcher. I don't watch trailers if I don't know anything about it. Books, games, nothing. Right. So I go into it. I watch it. Episode two comes around. You get the story of Yennefer. Yeah. You're, you're gonna judge me. I was like, you know what? She a little bit. She a little <laughs> cutie with it. Even with the damn. <laughs> Twisted lip and hunch, uh, like hunchback. I was like, yeah, she's she's cute. <laughs> from Clovis, she's got a mouthful of chew. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Stacy saw her at one point. She wasn't interested in the show, and then later on, she came in. Well, Jennifer was like beautiful or whatever. And she's like, who's that? Oh, it's the hunchback again. They did the whole take off the glasses, put down the hair thing. Yeah, take off the glasses, put down the hair, tear out your your uterus. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. But now know? I want it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only real, I, I really. There's no reason that show needed to take place over three timelines. And the fact that even the the showrunner was like, yeah, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> and then also like, so I, I, I love those books a lot. And they never get into Yennefer's. Um, <laughs> they don't get into Yennefer's backstory in the books that much. Alex would get into her backstory. <laughs> oh, I'll straighten out her back. The whole back, the whole backstory. Like <laughs> the, it's all the, within the, that hump. The, yeah. The one that came off. It's all within her lovely lady. hump. <laughs> Can you hump a hump? I'm sure you could. But, On uh, Wednesdays. <laughs> that was the weird part was like, I don't know, just like seeing the things that some of it was alluded to, some of it was whole cloth, and you're like, I mean, we didn't need that. You just, if you, I don't know. I just feel like they're like, they don't understand we're in a world where they can just say, she's a powerful wizard. And we go, okay. Yeah. yeah. Instead, they're like, well, no, we got to show her. We got, you, you can't just believe that she's powerful. We got to show you why she's powerful. It's like, no. We, we need it. the scene where everyone's around just clapping. Just that like, sex yeah, scene. Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm super ready to do at least 50 minutes. Welcome to a refreshing episode of Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hello. Mike. Hi. I'm used to a fourth person. <laughs> I said it weird. Um, hi, Finn. Uh, hi, Finn. I came in the 
okay to record now? Get in the box. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to share a, a poem with you uh, before we get started. Three hours later, that's five, I think, is the name of this podcast. Please enjoy Dingus. <laughs> Appreciate your haiku. It's a haiku. Haiku. Uh, so we're going to be talking about hunt for, hunt for, hunt of. Hunt for, hunt for the hunt wilder people. The wilder people. I was saying, I was pronouncing it wilder people. <laughs> the Gene Wilder fans. Yeah, I, I lied too. <laughs> I had no idea what this movie was going to be. I thought they're going to like actually find like some magical like hidden Wakanda tribe or something. No, no, it's a pretty Wasn't much a all, slice of life. Very still, pleasantly happy with this movie. Yeah, when I, when I picked this, so this was my pick that I made like seven or eight years ago. <laughs> uh, holidays hit us in the teeth real hard, and we were supposed to do this episode. What? I think legitimately like two months ago. Yeah. What was the last thing we did? I want to say like Monster Squad or something. No, I think you had a pick because here's what we learned: we can we are good through Halloween, and then as soon as Halloween's over, we are we are just we don't know what's happening anymore. Nope. I had like twenty some days off. I was good. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm no good anymore. (laughs) I guess we played D and D last. Yeah, that was your pick. Was D and D. And then all hell broke loose. It did. It did. But, but we're uh, back. New yeah. year. New us. New podcast. Same podcast. Yeah. Same same us for the most part. New too. year, same us. I'm sure I've shed all my cells, though, from like last decade, so I am definitely a new Matt. I mean, all the hair's new, because if you shaved it yesterday, you'd be back to full. I'm getting white ones now. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah, giving some gray hairs on the side now. <sighs> when, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get like a sweet Ra's al Ghul, though. Like, uh, that, like it's just right just here one. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no gray hair until I started growing my hair out. And then right here on the temple, there's just three gray hairs that go straight back. <laughs> I'm going to keep going until I can get a lightning bolt out of them. Yeah, I'm going to be like rogue. Um, But uh, yeah, so I picked this movie. At the time, I wanted it to be like a kind of a... Kind of like a tie-in, right? It was a tie-in to Jojo Rabbit coming out at the time, which that movie <laughs> came out a long time ago. We're now a couple weeks. By was... the time this airs, it'll be like two weeks out before it comes out on DVD. Additionally, I just wanted like a palate cleanser because we had done an entire month of like Halloween themed stuff. And then we did the D&D uh, episode, which I mean, there's still a whole chunk of that that's going to come out later. Yeah. Like that was that was an ordeal getting that episode uh, recorded, let alone like the editing and putting it out. So I just wanted something really simple and easy that we could just jump into, enjoy it. I, you know, if this is an hour, 40 minutes. I could have padded onto it by adding more stuff. Decided, nope. just want to watch one good movie, have a discussion about a filmmaker. And that was two and a half to three months ago. Two months. Um, but we're, hey, we're here now. We're going to record it. But uh, so the movie is called Home for the Wilder People. It is Taika Waititi's third movie, I believe. I'm going to pull that up right now. And Sorry, fourth movie. Um, he had done prior to this, he had done Eagle versus Shark with uh, Jermaine Clement of uh, Fly the Concords. Fly the Concords. He had done the movie Boy, which is the only movie of his I still haven't seen. Is that the scary one? Is that the one with the doll? No, no, no. That's the boy. Ah. Uh. No, this is a, yeah. This is just a nice New Zealand movie. This is like his his jam for a while was New Zealand centric. Yeah, movies. I've seen. I think he's won like a like major awards for every single New Zealand movie that he's ever done. Oh yeah, no, he's he is very popular there. Uh, it makes me happy because I felt like Peter Jackson was gonna be only good thing came out of there yeah. for a while. We haven't had anyone since Peter left. Um, but yeah, I watched this movie because it came out after it came out in 2016 after uh, what we do in the shadows, which is one of my all time like favorite it's such a good movie like it is it is a hard one on that list that would never come off yeah. as far as i can i'm, I'm concerned so good there's a tv show now and it's uh, great yeah tv show that's equally good help so might even be a little it. bit better i need to see it <laughs> we watch thor again oh yeah not to say that thor isn't good yeah but it, what we do in the shadows is great but uh but yeah just to kind of break down everything taika waititi's done like this is this dude like i'm sure people know his name because of marvel now and that makes me very happy that people know who he is but like this dude has been making movies for a while. He's been making movies for over a decade. Oh, he did direct Fly the Concords episodes too. Yeah, he did like okay. three or four Fly the Concords episodes, including my favorite one uh, that includes the song Leggy Blonde. What was that? Words? Leggy Blonde. <laughs> leggy, 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 leggy. Okay. Uh, but he just, he has a specific voice. Like I love filmmakers that have specific voices. That's something that like my picks have kind of pushed toward like. Uh, when I did Wes Anderson, I was gonna say Wes Craven. <laughs> I picked Wes but he, Craven. But he, has a, he, has, he also he does. Has <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would happily pick Wes Craven. But uh, when I picked Wes Anderson, it was for the same reason. Like that's why we watched Grand Budapest Hotel because I wanted it to be something that 
was indicative of his style without all with the William other Dafoe. With William Dafoe in it. Um, and then with Taika Waititi, I know everybody everybody knows Thor at this point, and everyone loves Thor. Because I think most people do. of him, I think. Well, and that's what I want yeah. to prove is that that's it's it, this is him. Like I know he didn't write Thor, but you can see his voice in it because there's a very specific way people in his movies speak, and kind of like this. Yeah, well, that's the funny part. <laughs> it's basically he somehow finds a way to give everybody a New Zealand accent without them having an accent. Like every one of them sounds like they're just in a conversation that could be p- taking place in this movie. Um, and the reason I picked this over what we do in the shadows is because what we do in the shadows is so easy to hide behind the concept of what it is. You know, it's a documentary about vampires and it's so funny and goofy. Plus we did spooky ish stuff. Exactly. And, and this, this is just a movie. Like that's all this is. There's, there's no superheroes. There's no crazy overall story. I was not ready to feel though. I'll tell you that. And you feel like a motherfucker you in this movie. <laughs> so the, the basic gist is that, uh, I keep on saying Ricky Bobby, yeah. uh, a young boy named Ricky Baker, uh, is a foster kid who he he talks a big game. He's played by the same kid who was in Deadpool two, yeah. and he basically plays the same character, like just a loud mouth, like cocky kid. And he goes to a foster family with this really great lady who just kind of sees that he's just a kid who needs to be taken care of, and he becomes part of their family. Sam Neill from Jurassic Park is in disguise as the uh, as her husband. Did not realize he is also New Zealand. Ish. Yeah, he's also Irish, I guess. But I thought he was American, so that kind of threw yeah. Me I, it's it's really weird. Good of an actor he is. Yeah, I think this might be his natural accent. I don't even know anymore. What what's what's Sam Neill's voice, guys? That's what this podcast is really about. Where we're going, we don't need eyes. Um, That's his natural voice. This is the scene where I realized it was Sam Neill. Yeah, I got through like 15 minutes of this movie before I even realized who we were watching. I knew beforehand, I but yeah, I, I was trying to convince Stacy the entire time that that's Sam Neill, and she's like, no, it's not. Yeah, he just until here. He looks awesome and grizzled. It's beards. But um, are awesome. The whole like first twenty minutes of this movie is just spent like making you fall in love with this one woman, uh, named Bella. And to the point where I could, I knew what was going to happen, and I was yep. already getting upset. Yep, because you can see her, her and Ricky start bonding, and uh, um, what's his name? Heck. Uh, heck, yeah. Uh. Heck is just a curmudgeonly old man who doesn't care. All he cares about is his wife. Ah, heck. Oh, but it's a tract, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Uh, and... Well, it was like, um, I know we'll get into it later, but he, he kind of perfectly described uh, himself and Ricky as, you know, stray dogs that she took in. Yes. Because she always, like, she, yeah. she, she sees the potential. I like, yeah, I like that analogy. Including the stray dog she took in as his, as his present. Literally a stray dog. <laughs> Tupac. But, um... Yeah, so it starts off as this really sweet, like, looks like it's going to be a really sweet family film. And spoilers for the movie if you haven't watched it. It's never not sweet. It's a, it's just a good movie all around. You don't like, there's not like, and then the twist happens and Ricky turns into a monster. <laughs> oh, where's that movie? Yeah, that doesn't um, happen. This doesn't Mandy part two. The Wilder people, it makes sense. He's yeah. a werewilder beast. But uh, <laughs> very early on in the movie, uh, Bella just tragically dies and it's very upsetting, but it sets off the chain of events, which is the actual plot of the movie is Ricky runs away. Heck goes to find him and they spend months in the, the New bush. Zealand bush and to the point where there's a, there's a manhunt going on for them. What's well, good. It's so soon after, um, Bella, right? Yeah. After her death that, um, well, so, also, because she's dead, Ricky um, is getting taken by foster care because she was his sponsor or whatever, however that yeah. works. And because she's no, no longer alive, he they can't just let Heck have him. So they're going to put him back in the system. And he he basically, this was his last resort. He's going to go to juvie if um, they didn't find him a family. And so that's the reason why he runs off. And then because it's so soon after Bella's death... Um, the authorities think that, oh, heck went crazy and kidnapped the kid. And so that's why there's a manhunt. Yeah. And, and so the rest of the movie is just kind of about that. It's not that they're evading the law. It's just them bonding yeah. and evading the law and getting into fun misadventures. And it's just a, it's just a good movie. It's just a movie that you watch it and you finish it and you're like, oh, I'm a little bit happier than when I started watching it. 
it's peaks and valleys, though. It is it is also a drama, but the, the drama parts are pretty brief. And and so this is one of the things I think is like Taika's calling card. He knows how to break tension like nobody I've ever seen. Um, you take a movie like this, which in any other director's hands is this over the top like prestige film. This is like the story of a man and a boy lost in the wilderness. And he plays it as like, this would be really goofy if this happened. That did happen, apparently. He based what? this priest character off of an actual priest oh, at yeah. a funeral that he went to. Oh, yeah. Is it Jesus? You know, some parts in life, it seems like there's no way out. Like a sheep trapped in a maze designed by wolves. And you know that if you're ever in that situation, there are always two doors to choose from. And through the first door, oh, it's easy to get through that door and on the other side, waiting for you are all the nummiest treats you can imagine. Fanta, Doritos, LMP, Burger Rings, Coke Zero. But you know what? There's also another door. Not the Burger Ring door, not the Fanta door. Another door that's harder to get through. Guess what's on the other side? Anyone want to take a guess? Vegetables? N- no. Not vegetables. No. Jesus? You would think Jesus. I thought Jesus the first time I, I, I come across that door. It's not Jesus. It's another door. And guess what's on the other side of that door? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. It's tricky like that, Jesus. So let us pray to Jesus, please, to make it a bit easier to get through those doors and to find you and your bounty of delicious confectionery. Is that fruit? No one likes fruit. So, so the population of New Zealand is just under five million. It's like seven going, people. Yeah. It's super Samuel. small. How what? big is Tupac for a kid who wasn't even alive when he when Tupac died to not only be influenced by Tupac but name his dog Tupac? Look, I'm just saying, if you need a cool name for a dog. Also, I, I see. Here's the thing. I don't know if this is. Egg. I don't know if the dog is a holdover from the book, but this is based on a novel that came out in um, in the early 2000s. I think like 2004 or five. I should just look down. 2005. It's on my screen. <laughs> um, so I am wondering if like maybe that's a holdover from when the story was originally getting mm. written, because that would make it being written probably late 90s, to early 2000s, and moving on. But Tupac is ageless. Yeah, I mean Tupac is well. First off, he's not dead. I seem to. But it's gonna be. I mean, it's it's a lot of the uh, European. I don't. I guess this wouldn't be a European country, but um, like the UK and colonists. Stuff. Yeah, basically, um, they did. They still get a lot of like Amer- American media over there, and so like we do influence a lot of stuff, or especially back then. So Can that's it, it. Makes sense to me that realistically he could have named his dog Tupac. Also, maybe it's like just other areas of the world where they get our media, but they get it 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. So the kid's like, I just heard this kid named Tupac. He's amazing. And then like, don't, don't look in the news. Hey, my friends, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, 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 I love this movie and I wanted to use it as like just a way to talk about everything he's done. Um, because I think he might have my favorite voice in film right now or just in anything. Cause he, He's not afraid to make movies that are about really uncomfortable subjects. So, like, again, this could be a very uncomfortable movie to watch, but he knows exactly how to break tension and make it fun. Um, Thor, let's be real, Thor up until Thor Ragnarok was the weak link in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And in one movie, completely rehabilitated that character. Piss off, ghost. Um, oh, yeah. that was my <laughs> God, I love the part. Yeah. God, yeah, ghost. <laughs> played Korg as himself. Uh and he actually, because Corey has like the Hawaiian shirt later on, that's yeah. actually Taika's shirt. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he does. The, I love that he actually does the mocap for it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing Thor Love and Thunder too. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. That's I was like, yes. and that, uh, uh, we've said it before because we talked a lot during, I think it was D23. Yeah, like, I yeah. think so, yeah. And like how just like that logo looks like something that should go on the back of a, uh, on the yeah, side a of a van, van or something. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like it's going to be some sort of vaporwave nightmare. Yeah. And I cannot, uh, I'm so excited because that is... Um, 
I know everyone liked it, but that's the thing that kind of really got me with Ragnarok and um, Love and uh, Thunder is that style because that is yep. like close mm-hmm. to like the the vaporwave and the the outrun stuff that I like. Yeah, and and so that's the crazy thing is that this guy can go from making just Eagle and Shark I've seen I have or Eagle versus Shark I haven't seen um, the boy I've heard it's fantastic I haven't seen either of those and this movie they're just such normal movies. And then the same guy makes what we do in the shadows, which yeah. is one of the just most like just absurdly funny comedies that's yeah. I think has ever been on TV or on TV. Well, it's on Both, TV, but yeah. Um, then yeah, then turns around with Jimmy and Clement and makes the goddamn TV show that I think might be better. He uh, made Jojo Rabbit, which is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time, and it's a movie about a Nazi youth. And the fall of the German Empire, like toward the end of World War II, and he stars in it because he didn't want he didn't have the he didn't want to go to anybody else and be like, "Hey, could you play Hitler yeah. in my movie?" So you have a. I'm kind of surprised he didn't get uh, what's his face from Kung Fury because I think they're friends. Well, there's um, people I think he I think he could have asked and they would have done it, but I yeah. think he knew for the for that movie to work, it had to be absurd, and so for that to happen, it had to be him like a half Jewish New Zealander <laughs> playing Hitler with a terrible German accent and no, like he didn't whitewash his skin. Yeah. But it's again, like that movie, like once you guys have seen it, it's a really dark movie and it goes to very uncomfortable places. But every time it gets to the point where you're like, Oh Jesus, Oh Jesus, Oh Jesus, something incredibly funny happens that taps you out or something incredibly like, uh, beautiful or he, he just knows how to, pull you back out and that's one of the things i think is so great about him wait he did the voice of of korg yeah Yeah, that's him that is him doing his voice this guy's like just super talented like he's like Um, (laughs) he's ig11 also yeah and he's glutey and rick and morty the voice episode to see the old man and the seat i don't know i don't know who glutey is but that's awesome (laughs) you know glutey you know text like this okay Yeah, I think the New Zealand accent is probably the best accent in the entire world. Yeah. I mean, like, directs, these... writes, executive producer. I mean, the list goes on and on. No, it, it's incredible. And, like, the people he collaborates with consistently. So, like, he's done many things now with Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords. And everything he does with That's, him is you incredible. You Jermaine Clement from Men in Black 3. All right. That's true. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of any other dumb thing he could have been in. What were we doing in the shadows? No, that's his other thing. It's good too. <laughs> but yeah, so like it's it's just wild to me that this guy makes movies and people just know like, oh, he did Thor. And it's like, nah, dude, he's done so many other things. They're sure, all equally good. Uh, I, I would say though, everything uh, prior to Thor though is kind of indie. So it's, it makes sense. Not a lot of people recognize him. Oh, no, no, for sure. Then. For sure. But that's, I, yeah, I'm not saying it's a chastising of like, how did you not know him? But it's more like a, hey. If you liked that, yeah, check this out. Oh man, there's so much. Other I think stuff that's for why you. Jojo Rabbit has got such a huge like following behind it. It's like, oh, you gotta watch Jojo Rabbit. He's like, you, you <laughs> watch Ragnarok. You gotta watch Jojo Rabbit. Well, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. been like that. It's yeah. weird too because I think that's the movie aside from like obviously Thor Ragnarok because that came with a cast attached yeah. to it. Minus one uh, leading lady. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants back but, in now? Yeah, he oh, made a movie so good. Natalie Portman's <laughs> like, you know what? Okay, you got me. <laughs> I know you fired Patty Jenkins and she went on to clown y'all and make uh, Wonder Woman when you let that asshole go ahead and make uh, <laughs> Thor 2. But uh... no, but um, he, I forgot where I was going to go with this. I completely forgot. <laughs> Taika really cool. He doesn't afraid of anything. What was I going to say? Oh man, I totally forgot. I had it on my screen. Now, nah, whatever. I'll just keep going. But yeah, like he also did. Uh, so everyone right now is in love with the Mandalorian. Hmm. He played IG-11, which is already fun enough because that was a cool character. He directed the last episode, which I think most people would agree is probably the best episode. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Like, that that episode was so good and it looked so good that it makes me... I want him to direct a full-on Star Wars now. Oh, like, I want to see his voice in Star Wars. <laughs> I want I want him to direct a movie about the smugglers. No, I want him to just actually do a trilogy so you can actually get the same consistent. <laughs> yeah, so we <laughs> can get a trilogy that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense and it's fun. But yeah, I think I think he just proves that you can add a little bit of levity to everything and you don't ruin the message. 
Like this movie is still about family. It's still about like the family you find versus the family you, you are born into. And it's the same way. Like that's really the same theme of what we do in the shadows kind of it. Cause as much as they're all shitty vampires, <laughs> they do kind of like each other. Bat. I think that's why I like the TV show more. I think yeah. it's all Matt Berry. He definitely carries that a lot. Fucking topiary. <laughs> my mother's, <laughs> my mother's vagina. <laughs> Alex, I need you to watch that show, man. So good. There's an energy vampire. He's actually really funny. Yeah. He just, he just comes in the room and is just really boring. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the smartest. Oh, like, like, like someone like drains energy yeah, from like you. Yeah, like someone like from an office. Okay. He works yeah. in an office, basically. Drains people at the office. So, yeah. yeah. He, he just walks up. He's like, so I saw my weekend. So, I yeah, went out scrapbooking. And, uh... and then like they're all like passing out. And then he looks at the camera and just like smiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I got to. I don't even know. If it's on TV, if it's it on stream, on, uh, it's, on, it's on Hulu. If you got the Hulus, I got the Hulus. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's it called again? And what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Well, we do in the shadows. Yeah. The movie, but do I need to watch the movie first? No, no. there's um, separate groups of vampires. Yeah, it's the same concept between the two. So the movie, what we do in the shadows, takes place right before this big ball that happens in New Zealand, and it follows this small group of vampires and some werewolves that what, they interact. What was with. the the girl the ex the ex girlfriend's name? The 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 beast, I think. Yeah, that's what he, yeah. Jermaine calls her, the beast. The beast's ball. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the that's the ball, the beast ball. Um, but yeah, so it's just like a documentary like The Office. But it okay. follows vampires. And it's different hmm. types of vampires. So like one's a Twilight vampire, hmm. one's a Nosferatu, one's a Bram Stoker vampire. And then the TV show is the same exact concept, but follows a totally different group of vampires in New York. Or I'm sorry, in uh, Long Island. Yeah. Who were there? They were sent there from the old world hundreds of years ago to, to take, take over. over the new world. Oh, and so the funny. series is about their master coming to check in on them to see how their their takeover of America has gone. Okay, it's, it's, is it Doug Jones? Yeah, Doug yeah. Jones is their their master, who's like a really creepy Nosferatu yeah. style vampire, like a real Eastern yeah. European. Let's go to a party. But uh, watch the show. Everyone watch the show. Alex, watch the show right now. Put it on your phone. Okay. Yeah. So here's <laughs> the new challenge, guys. Fuck this show. We're watching yeah. what we do in the shadows. All of it. <laughs> Six hours later. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that Dracula uh, original. Wrong vampire Netflix show. Original. Get it out of here. It's, yeah. Good it's, vampire it's good. show. Get you a better one. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it eventually. We got the the football playoffs. It's not baseball. You can't watch that. There's a sport. <laughs> Sports never end, guys. They ended for me a long time ago. Not for me. It's It's basketball and football. Like, oh yeah, I, he's uh, also in fucking Suicide Squad. Like he hasn't—they haven't revealed what his part is in that yet. Oh, but that's right. Yeah, James Gunn got him because I feel like we're going to find out. Like him and James Gunn are going to be responsible for the resurgence of Marvel. I almost want them. I don't. I don't know if I want them to really swap, but um, I. You're, you're saying you want to see Taika do a Star Wars. I kind of want to see him do Guardians. Yeah, but I feel like this next Thor movie is basically going to be a Guardians. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, as Guardians. I mean, of it the sets Galaxy. it up for that. As Guardians. I didn't make that up. That's a comic. Yeah. But I'll still take credit. Um, and then mentioned Star Wars, and I forgot a note that I took earlier, and it's that in this movie, be, so because of my opinion of uh, the new Star Wars, I'm starting to see a lot, appreciate things more in movies, I guess. And so watching this, I noticed that they establish a lot of character information early, and for reason, and then you see it pay off later, unlike a certain galaxy fight movie. Yeah, it's wild. It's far, far away. I yeah. Think. It's wild when you see a movie made that's like made by a single vision that's coherent and has like a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. And like something like, uh, you know, Hector can't read. Mm -hmm. But we don't know that right away. But then when we think about it, it's like, that's why he made him read the, the paper from uh, CPS. Yeah. It turns out you knew that right away. Yeah. It's just it wasn't explicitly said to you. And when it is said to you, it's not that it's supposed to dawn on us. It's that it dawned on the kid. And then it's like, oh, that's the confirmation. Yeah. And then... It pushes the story. Also, it wasn't just there, like for let's give him a medal because yeah, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't I that hate Star Wars. It wasn't that, and it <laughs> wasn't a uh, it wasn't just a like oh here's another reason to pity the old man. It was like no, look this guy and like he doesn't have he's not pitying like no, he's like, just like no one really cares really. Yeah, when the kid's making fun of him, he's all like, why do I need to know how to read, man? Yeah, like this is my life up to this point. I've been good. He's Ow, my so leg. he's so grizzly, just like an old Alan Grant. <laughs> That's what happened. I think I think this is one of Taika Waititi's like best skills though is the memorable side character yeah. in any other movie you would not remember the cps worker 
you would just remember that she was like a bad guy played by like Angela Bassett. <laughs> and you definitely wouldn't remember the cop that was with her the whole mm-hmm. time. But in this, just listening to their banter and like the fact that it's so natural sounding, but also the kind of shit you would say to somebody. Yeah, it's almost like a, a Edgar Wright movie in a way. Like it, I got that same like vibe from this. It, it's I think it's Edgar Wright with less less flash. Yeah. And more just like it's pretty flash though. story. I'm Baby Yoda now. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Star Wars? I love the Yoda. Look at him go favorite joke of the entire movie was uh when they're hiding underneath that tree stump it's like lord of the rings and that's where they filmed it yeah this movie if you i got that too if you told me this movie was financed by new zealand just as an excuse to show like hey you should come here yeah yeah Yeah. it's like a tour because it's it's like look 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 we all love hobbits we get it but maybe you want to see our more modern things we have here you go possibly because even like the newscasters are actual new zealand newscasters in this Like those weren't actors at all. Not, is, not as many sheep in this movie, though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like there's a lot more sheep. Interesting fact about it: anytime you see a porg on screen, it's because they had to digitally cover up a sheep. <laughs> That's not true. It was actual birds. Nah, there's no <laughs> porg they film, in this movie. Did they film that part in New Zealand? No, they filmed that on. Uh, I think it was Michael Skelligail in uh, Ireland. <laughs> Making something up right now. No, I try. I wanted to go there. <laughs> I, like I, I, S- Spider Skull Island. Got when, it. <laughs> I, when I was in Ireland, I wanted to go there, and uh, it turned out there's helicopter tours that will fly you near it, but they can't land on it because it's super unsafe, and also it's a very, very, very protected area. Because of the court, the porgs. Yeah, but by God, they'll let George Lucas take his family over there anytime they want. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, so how many things of his, like, have you seen that you know off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, What We Do in the Shadows, Thor, this now. Have you watched any Flight of the Conchords? I've never watched it. Really? I know, I know of it. I've seen scenes from it. It's just not, oh, man. I'm not a musical guy. Oh, I think, I, I think that's why you'd like it. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. It's just, I don't have any interest, to be honest. It's almost like the anti-musical. Like, yeah. Like, I, I like, like hip hop and stuff like that, but... I don't know. It's just never really uh, called out to me, I guess. But I think that's it. I I gotta look it up. But off the top of my head, that's that's what I've seen. Alex, how about you, sir? Actually, a little bit less. I've watched Ragnarok. I watched this movie, and that's primarily it. I mean, all the other side things he's done that I wasn't even aware of. How I I looked down his uh, Wikipedia page, um, but definitely interesting uh, to know that. I've watched it and seen a lot of his things and like him and want to watch it. I just didn't know he was behind it. And I think that's the most I've taken away from this podcast too. In general, it was, I never paid attention too much of like, who are the, who are their directors and what is their style and uh, what they've been in before. Kind of same, same thing with the uh, Wes Anderson too. So you guys don't know how, how heavy that makes me because that's all I wanted this to be. It was just a way to be like, Hey, let's just talk about this dude that deserves us to talk about him. And, um, mm-hmm. I've seen uh, Eagle vs. Shark like on the shelves, but I've always been like kind of put off just because the cover looks so pretentious to me. It. So the funny thing is I watched that movie not knowing who it was by way back in the day because the cover looked pretentious. I was <laughs> like, that looks like, like that looks like my jam. Did you stroke your goatee back then? Yeah, I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah, back back when I worked at retail, I saw Flight of the Concours. I saw, I saw that movie as well. And it, it was like, mm, I don't know about the cover. Like, I don't, I don't know too much about it. I'm See, good. I've seen Flight of the Concords live. It was amazing. Um, Good. I, it was great. My rhymes are bottomless. So a thing I learned today that, Alex, I'm sure you don't know because you've never seen what we do in the shadows, but I bet you don't know it either. Did you know there's another spinoff series of it that's only aired in New Zealand? Oh, it's the, the cop show. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a spinoff of what we do in the shadows. So I'm going to look for Wellington Paranormal now and see if I can figure out there, how to, there was, how to um, stream that. Or a similar show in America. But it got canceled. I can't remember what it's called, but now I want to watch it because it's the same deal. Cops deal dealing with just paranormal stuff. Wasn't that show ghosted, was it? With No. Like it was ghost? like something well, Arizona, I think. Raising Arizona, yes. Yeah, that Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, with uh Creased. <laughs> Meanwhile, dig that name up. I know the show you're talking about, and I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, because I, I had I think I heard about the what we do in the shadows one and then someone like in the comments posted like a trailer for the American one that got canceled. Apparently it was good. Just who knows whenever we had it. 
And they definitely didn't advertise it. Well, the good news is this has already got two seasons. It came out in 2018. They did a six-episode first season. They've done six episodes for season two and a Christmas special. And there's six more episodes that start airing uh, early this year or at some point this year. So I'm very interested in watching that as well. I am too. Um, and then we got the... We mentioned it last time, but the Weirwolves coming out. Is, that, is he going to be di- directing that? Directing that? I So here's the thing is I'm wondering how much of it he'll direct because... This is where I'm now going to take away everything good I've said about him. He said some really racist. No, um, <laughs> so he does a lot of work. Turns with, out, I agree with Hitler. Yeah, he's like, I played Hitler because I love him. <laughs> no, um, he does a lot of stuff with Jermaine Clement, including what we did, uh, what we do in the shadows. So, even though his name is all over it, he has been very upfront. Like this is, he's actually apparently a pretty good guy. Even though they sold it off of his name because of Thor Ragnarok and the fact that his name has a little bit more juice than Jermaine's does. He's been super upfront. Jermaine did everything on the What We Do in the Shadows TV show and on the Wellington Paranormal. I think Jermaine directed five of the first six episodes. So while he is involved in this stuff, he's now a busy big boy Hollywood man. Yeah. And so like he has to leave it to like his New Zealand friends to step up and like fill in the blanks for him. So I'm sure werewolves will come out. I don't know if he'll be the one directing it. I'm. I would bet. I would put money on it being directed by Jermaine Clement and maybe written by both of them. What does Reese do? I think Reese also directs and writes. Reese writes with a lot of them a lot. So I bet he. I mean, I, I assume it would be his show also because he's oh, the I, I'm willing alpha to bet, werewolf. Yeah, I'm willing to bet they would come in with like some Kirby enthusiasm style. Like, hey, here's the plot. Here's the. Here's where we're going to begin. Here's where we're going to end. I need you to fill in this middle. Just improv. Um, we're just going to pee on things. Wait, werewolves, not swearwolves. I the, uh, we just turn uh, this into what's talking about the crazy Steve? But that's that's Reese Darby. If you were curious, Alex. Ah, Alex, <laughs> <what's your laughs> curious. I'm so horrible with names. <laughs> Matt. 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 Psycho Dave Sam. O. Psycho Sam. <laughs> Psycho Sam. And then he's um. I also wouldn't mind just like giving some love to Reese Darby because I, I love him a lot. Um, live action Nigel Thornberry, please. But he's uh, he just is him without even trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Hardcore Henry, I love his character in that. He's really good in that. I just no wait, I'm wrong. That's not him at all. That's the dude from District Nine. Oh shit, it is. Yeah, it's uh the guy who plays v- Wickes. Oh, see, you were going for District Nine's name. I was thinking about the character he, pl- he played Murdoch in the A Team movie. Yeah, that's right. The classic role from the classic movie the classic movie that the only i remember because no, i know i remember the vividly because me and my friends all went and we all fell asleep at intervals because i remember looking over everyone's asleep and then i passed out and then i woke up and then they're passed out again look i'm not saying it's a good movie it's i'm not. just saying i've watched it many times <laughs> many times i love the a-team so much i hit flying so yeah so like I I know for me I'm always going to seek out anything directed by him. But do you guys think that like you would are you now more like on his? I've I've already been there. Like, no no I, no. Now because of me. Now because of you. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you for showing me the guy I know. Yeah. No, but for, for sure, like I, I because of you, I might go back now to watch his older stuff because yes. of this. Because it really really is a wonderful movie, and like I don't say that a lot. Like I feel dumb saying that was wonderful, but it was. That was my actual like. It's just a joy. Such, it's yeah, just it a is, fucking joy it, to watch it. it it's sweet and sour though. Like it gives you the, the both the things that you need. Yeah, it tugs at your heartstrings exactly. and then like picks you back up. And like it kind of opened up like a door to not horror, I guess, for me. Because that's the thing is like you know what I haven't watched like a nice movie in a while, <laughs> and this is probably the first one I've watched in in, in a long time. I haven't watched a normal person movie. There's no blood. It's dumb. But these well, dogs blood, just but it's not the blood dogs. I want. <laughs> I didn't want to see the dog's blood. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for, you I, did or didn't? I didn't want to. Okay. <laughs> Dude, and the kid, you know, I don't know how we haven't talked about that. The kid is so fucking good in Miles this. Miles better than Deadpool 2. Yeah, because in mm-hmm. Deadpool Not, 2, he's I, annoying. Yeah. Like, I really... And he's always shoving st- stuff up his ass. I love Deadpool 1. I think that is a shockingly great movie. I like Deadpool I like, 2. Yeah, I like Deadpool 2 also. But, like, I don't like his character in it. I think I think his character really brings the movie down because he's it's not... Whiny. Yeah, he's whiny. He's not believable. I mean, I know this is a Deadpool movie, but like you need something to ground you and well, he doesn't I w- I do I wish that. he was this, like more of this. Because yeah. I mean, it's really like a exaggerated 
version of this character. Well, and I think that shows the difference between the writing. I think that's the difference yeah. between Taika's writing and um, the guys who wrote Deadpool 2 is that... I feel, Ta- though, if, if this was a little bit more natural acting, like, okay, well, you know, you're going to back up and you just, like, get into it, like, flip them off. And I think the Deadpool one, it seems to be more, res- like, restricted. Yeah. Like, say, like, you're going to be funny by saying this line. Yeah, and they were, like... Really, sit- like, sell it. Like, you're trying to sell the punchline before you're setting it up. Yeah, I kind of saw that when he was just playing with a dog. Like, I imagine, like, Tag is like, just go play with the dog. Yeah. We're going to record you. Just just do your thing. Yeah. I Don't even tell him where we're recording. You know, yeah, just, Ricky's a kid. You're a kid. Be a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, and I think he knows when to step back and just let things happen. I think he knows when to jump in and be like, okay, try it again, but this time say this. Like, yeah. I don't know why I decided I'd do his voice for that. Got it. But, um... I think that I think that's a really good example of like showing how powerful a director is because we like to give credit to actors and we should like they do a great job they make us believe things but like to take it back to Star Wars you want to see what a great actor looks like under a bad director look at Ewan McGregor's performance in the prequels look at Natalie Portman in the prequels like well. <laughs> they're still better than most people in those but they're terrible compared to their normal roles or uh, Liam Neeson's. Yeah, God, I, yeah, the yeah, the character is so important <laughs> that I always forget he even existed. But um, kind of, I kind of do and I kind of don't. I kind of want some more Qui Gon stuff, but I'm afraid. I I would love more Qui Gon stuff. I just don't need it to be Liam Neeson. I don't no, need yeah. it directed by George Lucas. But oh, that even character, like animated, just like, have they done anything with like Clone Wars or any of the show stuff? Well, he was dead by the Clone Wars. Yeah, but like, remember, remember, remember. There's been stuff in some of the novels where they kind of get into who he is and it really fleshes him out because he's like one of the first Jedi that starts looking at like the living force and like other he's aspects like of it. the first force ghost or something, right? Theoretically, but then every fucking movie just shows you if well, there's just, two schools of thought. If they fart yeah. too hard, they turn into a ghost. But sometimes they fucking don't. Like you have to be <laughs> dead for somewhere between instantly in three days to become a force <laughs> ghost and it's a random number generator that and maybe happens. if your son dies yeah maybe if your son dies you'll be like and now i go <laughs> or if you're like an obi-wan you just know how to like put your lightsaber up and fall like what is the guys let's get back to star wars it's important what are the fucking rules of force ghost what is it something of, what's you, the rules of the healing is it something you force yourself into like obi-wan does where he yeah. just puts his lightsaber up and like fucking plays a not you anymore when like yeah. vader swings through strike me down now is it leia where like she sits there for three fucking days decomposing and then eventually fucking turns into a ghost. Is it? Thank God watch this. You. Goodbye. Yeah. Is it Kylo where it's instantaneous upon like getting that boner kiss? <laughs> or is it like Qui-Gon where apparently you can burn his fucking body in a funeral pyre, but then like three movies what? later, they'll be like, oh, I was always here. Or even Anakin. Burn his body too. Force ghost. And, and young, younger. And what stage do you come back as? Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're Anakin, you, like, you come oh, back crippled. as young. But yeah. if you're Obi-Wan, you come back as old. And if you're Luke, you come back as I old. I want to see Yoda as a baby Yoda. Imagine <laughs> oh, that. God, that'd be so cute. This is where we find out no, that like, it looked when, disgusting. That means a baby died. <laughs> but he's 50. Come on. Yeah, well, I'm still a baby. Maybe, and I'm 30. Maybe 100. Two. <laughs> they do another one more like quick swing on the Star Wars minute. Did you guys see the rumors about the High Republic se- uh, series or movie yeah. they're going to do? Nope. So it, cause I have a lot of friends that keep saying like, Oh, old Republic Revan, shit like oh, that. Old, yeah. Okay. It's not old Republic. They're making a big point. All the leaks are saying high Republic, high Republic. which means like, like 400 years ago. Okay. So like the height, like not when Jedi were like on their way down, like we've seen or on their way up, like the old Republic, but like old Republic's thousands. Yeah. Years? Old Republic's thou- like they, it's just far enough back. there. like, there's no conceivable way any character <laughs> you've ever known is here. But, um, the High Republic ones, I guess they want to focus on a younger Yoda who's only about 400 years old, <laughs> which would make him like... Naturally. Who knows Yoda? Is he an angsty like teen? Well, yeah. So God, the force. <laughs> so this is how we're going to figure out how they age because if the baby Yoda is 50 but acts like a one-year-old... But I think Favreau is saying that he's not a baby. Oh my God, is he just special? I have the force. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is how we get canceled. <laughs> I need to save my space. Jedi. They have the name. They have the name for Baby Yoda. We've been saying Baby Yoda the whole time. But we should be saying Simple Yoda. Simple, simple Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Simp. It's Simple Jack. Yeah, you never go Simple Jack. I saw. You never go full Simple Jack. <laughs> I saw Luke in my Force movies. <laughs> the Force m- 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 makes me feel good. So they just like never vaccinate the kids again. <laughs> really great. The next season begins with Baby Yoda just like okay anyway, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> he just like coughs up that frog that's been in yeah. his throat the entire time. I'm 50, you idiot. Yeah. He's a cigar in his baby. Uh, what's his face? You know, from? frog in the throat. That's, a, that's my idea. <laughs> it was for me. Hey, yo, baby Yoda. He just talk, talks like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> I want to see like a like a teen Yoda though. <laughs> like just, teen Groot. Yeah. <laughs> so just playing games, not even caring. So the only um the only fun like production thing I could find about this movie to get back to the movie. I'm sorry. I just oh I, yeah, I, Rick, I, Rick Baker. What movie? I remembered <laughs> I remembered what I wanted to talk or say earlier, and I completely when I blanked and I had a stroke. Say it now before you go forget. I forgot it again. Uh, no um. <laughs> So the only fun production thing I could find about this movie was that it was filmed over five weeks, which is not very much time. It was filmed with a single camera. Yep. So it's not a single take, but it was just like a camera. Like this is a tiny crew just going out going like, you want to make a movie? Want to go camping? It's kind of like back in the day, like you, you were messing around with like your parents' camcorder back then, like try to film something. And, like, and then try to, Sam like, Neill came over and you're yeah. like, oh. But you do like the, the live editing stuff. Yeah. Like just, okay, it's going to stop right here. And then we're going to pick it up over there. Yeah. I, I think that's a lot of what this is. And so what yeah. you're saying is, sorry, we could make a multi-million dollar movie. Yes. Allegedly. I'm down. <laughs> Let's do this. Well, that's actually like one of my Hunt favorite for things. For the about, crackheads. That's <laughs> one of my favorite them. things about movies like this. <laughs> that's how is Alex that died. A documentary. <laughs> movies like this prove that you don't need, like he has a great cast here. That, that's yeah. obvious. But like the only one that anybody knows is Sam Neill, who at this point I think works for like 50 bucks. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure we can get Sam Neill. So you got two can lines. <laughs> but this is just Sam like, Neill from the Mouth of Madness. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the very one. <laughs> but I think this movie is one of those ones like Clerks or like um Bottle Rocket from uh Wes Anderson that proved that like if you just get good people in front and you have a good script and you just keep the camera on them and make a coherent story, you can make a phenomenal movie. Is this the Witcher? Yes. <laughs> this, it's Besamir. <laughs> okay, for real though, can we get... Shit, that'd be really good, dude. He should play Vesemir. <laughs> be so That's great. right. Yeah, we do need a good Vesemir. Oh, man. All right, guys. We're gonna. If you've listened to this, you're going to do hashtag Sam Neill for Vesemir. 2021. Yes. <laughs> keep yeah, it I short can, and sweet. We can keep it to that. <laughs> hashtag short, short and... What? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Alan Vesemir. He's just gonna be like dusting off like monster bones. <laughs> it is kind of funny because I think this is the most oh, like Griffin Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the most like m- movie ass movie we've watched. Because even like Train Spotting was like a weird punk thing uh. <laughs> that it had like a whole thing where I wanted to come back and say like, look at how fucked up these characters are twenty years later. And then like, uh, uh, Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. Yeah. Even that though was like a weird like pastel nightmare. Yeah, that's true. And stop this, motion yeah this is the one movie that's like this is a movie it is a movie ass movie made for people to watch like a movie for movies i am starting to wonder those like two-thirds of the 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 population of new zealand just phenomenal actors and funny people because <laughs> that's what it seems like to me yeah and one-third is just sheep yeah that one-third <laughs> they're assholes and sheep have, don't have, mess with them sheep assholes haggis have you seen uh black sheep not the chris farley movie the horror movie that's a horror movie that takes place in New Zealand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it has to do with like basically zombie sheep. No, and that's scary because there's more sheep than people here. That's the that's literally the uh, the poster. Oh no, I figured it out. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun. Some things did bug me though. Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> they're 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 in, they're in the bush for like what five months, and Ricky doesn't lose any weight, <laughs> and they still have bullets. <laughs> they're eating every day. Yeah, and then sometimes the dog's just not there when it's convenient. <laughs> No, there, there's definitely little things like that that I noticed too. Cause like at one point, cause the girl does make a comment when he finds her and she's all like, I recognize you from the TV. You're skinnier though in person. <laughs> and I was like, no, you ain't dude. This kid's Hurley all over again. We're trapped on an island. I will not lose weight. Hurley. Yeah. Okay. I well, that did not connect Baker. the actual name Hurley. <laughs> oh, I was yeah, like, sorry. I was like, you mispronouncing Harley? <laughs> Hurley Quang. <laughs> yeah. My favorite DC character. <laughs> You can do the ponytails. I'm Hurley Quang. 4, 18, 15, 16, 23, 42. I loved the jerker. <laughs> Mr. Jai. <laughs> a little walk in there at the end. Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I instantly had this image of Christopher Walken dressed as Harley Quinn. <laughs> Daddy's little monster. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
We're fucked up. <laughs> the town, it's all wrong. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. All right. It's me, the headless the, the horseman. Wow. What what a cast choice. So I so then by and large, like I know so it sounds like you really liked the movie, Matt. Alex, you No, I hated it. Oh no. shit. Yes, I liked it. Did you uh did you enjoy it? Did was it a was it a waste of your time? It was good. It was good. I think some uh, towards the end the the switch for Ricky Ricky Baker to push the action was a little bit weird. It's like you guys just spent like almost two months together. Now you're betraying them, like He's spoilers. a pedophile. Yeah, he's a pedophile. Touch my wiener. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I don't. Yeah, it, it was. It was good. Um, it, it's some of the stuff did like irk me in a way for the storyline just to progress. Um, even just you know, let's take a picture together and take a selfie, and everyone on the news is gonna find you, but they don't. Before Jason so- Momoa was famous too. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jason Mormoa. Less Moa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I meant because he was fat, but you guys meant because he's not. Uh, as I thought good. it was because less famous. Oh. We went so, there. We Jason, went there like, you went with the insult. Jason Less is Moa. Oh, oh shit. This is why we... No one you know, knows who we're talking this about. Is why so, we do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so that, that actually, that brings up a really good point. So this I does. do think there's a second... <laughs> there's a <laughs> yeah, second... Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a second movie happening that we don't see. There's a whole other movie that is like a really hardcore, like, like child kidnapping, true crime drama. That's happening in the background where these people are like, he's been lost in the forest for weeks. So like, I didn't have that specific thought, but at the point where the other uh, um, hunters find them and they get into a fight with Sam Neill, the entire scene, all I can think about is their perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I kind of had that thought. It's like, this, this Sam Neill's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. They think they're doing the right thing. Like everybody who they, they butt up against in terms of like uh, the law or the hunters in our eyes watching the movie you're like oh they're the bad guys yeah. they're the villain but in reality it's like no they're yeah, these the good guys are guy. trying to save this kid from a potential pedophile yeah mm-hmm. those are the guys that literally are like this kid straight up said he made him touch his dick yeah <laughs> and then made yeah and watch and sometimes i'd have to i'd have to do my own <laughs> then he made me play with myself but yeah, it's just it's it's really funny that like i there's like a second movie made by some other filmmaker that's not funny at all Imagine a movie trilogy about that, though. Like, you just get, like, three perspectives. Movie, yeah. But it's the same movie. I don't know. People hated that when it was called The Last Fucking Jedi. <laughs> no, but it wasn't... No, <laughs> no, that, we're talking about the same story. Yeah, okay. yeah same story. <laughs> no, that w- I think that would be awesome. Like, I love the idea of, like, all right, we've seen who we think of the protagonist viewpoint. Now let's watch the protagonist viewpoint. Yeah. Now let's watch the other... Because everybody's the hero in their own story. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons I loved uh, Avenger Inf- Avengers Infinity War so much is because that is a movie told from the perspective of the bad guy. Yeah. Like you. Yeah, he's the technically protagonist. Yeah, mm-hmm. like as you're watching it, you're like, you're doing the wrong thing, but I do get it. Yeah. Like I get. It's kind of like Noah's Ark. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. That's my new favorite thing to say, Where though. Like when you see something really terrible, Noah, get the Ark. <laughs> doing it again we only need two bring, of you bring it around <laughs> bring it around it starts getting too damn hot you two get to go the rest fuck right off <laughs> starting over but uh yeah so I, I'm, I'm happy we got to see this again like I, th- I think I watched it I think I watched it the week after I made it the challenge I've watched it like three more times since then <laughs> just because every time I think we're going to record for it I'm like oh I got to brush up I yeah. watched it again today and the funny part is I haven't regretted it a single time. I'm like, hey, it's a good well, movie. It does. So what it does masterfully is, is the end. It it ties it all together and it's a sincere ending where like you could kind of put in your viewer's perspective like what's going to happen, but it gives you closure and it is like, okay, this is where this chapter ends because throughout the movie you're getting chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and you don't get the end. You get a continuation, but that's up, it's up to you. It's But it's... It's so sincere. It brings it, it brings you like yeah, a smile at the end of you know to your face, like the equivalent, of like going off into the sunset type of ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I get that. Like it's not the end. It's just the end of what we get to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure was good. That makes me. I'm really happy you guys liked it because I was nervous as shit about this one. <laughs> yeah, I think this was gonna be strike three if you messed up. What was strike two? 
Train Spotting one and two. Well, fuck you. Those <laughs> that's one, <laughs> two, and then Bob Lazar. Yeah, I'm Bob like, Lazar hey, look, only. I'll own Bob Lazar till the day I die. <laughs> I understand where I fucked up there, and I promise it will never happen again. But I stand by the movies I recommend. They're good movies, whether or not people love them. But you stand different. by our, our one of our like most downloaded episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy. I mean, uh, Matt. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I think Mandy's great. Well, I'm saying also, let's not be afraid. Like, just do your thing. Who yeah. Cares? Well, that, that thing, was the thing. It's like yeah. that. Even even for like I'm the technically listens, the only one that's been wrong so far. Even for like the listens, I was worried about this one because this is a hard one for us to be like. <laughs> hey, everybody! Look at this cool nerd shit. It's like look at this really great coming of age story about a yeah. young boy learning who he is and an old man who reconnects with society. Like it's, it's just a movie in the best way. One boy's last chance at a family. Yeah, it's called Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of is Thor, really. Oh, he has a theme. It goes through all these. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about the camouflage. (laughs) Baker and Faulkner. You know what I feel like it is? I feel like everything I see from New Zealand is English humor through like a more American style lens. Mm -hmm. Like it's more modern because it has to be but it's still that weird quirky humor yeah like Treebeard, favorite funniest character fuck those trans i hate them guys i don't think i like the lord of the rings movies very much i love the i don't like the hobbit movies that much oh no i hate the hobbit movies i just think the lord of the rings ones i'm like i enjoyed them i don't know that i ever need to see them again you know what I, i i like them more than star wars the original trilogy okay and i have like like a thing though, like I want to watch like a like a trilogy basically, like at that mood, and it, like Thor of the Rings always just kind of wins. But well, I like sci-fi more than I like I'll, fantasy, which is weird. I'll also give you that though, because those are written to be a single coherent story, and you don't have like a switch where two episodes in, one of them is now the sister of one that they made out with the last yeah. movie. <laughs> oh no, Samwise, that's your sister. But it's, it's Frodo. <laughs> Oh, so many twists Frodo. in this movie. I found, I found it recently that at the end when the three eagles are coming, there's a third one for, for Smeagol. But he did. But Gandalf still believed in him. Yeah. Do you think that eagle had to stay behind? What do you mean? Was that eagle just like, oh. so is he coming? Do I get him out of the lava? Um, <laughs> uh, a little slimy. You guys go. I'll catch up. So when's this kid coming out? Like how long did the eagle wait before it was like, oh, hey, hey Gandalf, I don't think this kid's coming. I know you Take said me that. for a conjurer of cheap tricks. The band? The Eagles of Death Metal. All right. I, well, I think oh, we're out of Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> I was about to cut the tension and then you you're come did it. say things and you did too and it scared me. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's I think that's about an episode. Yep. I think we've we It's rambled. good. A wholesome we've, movie yeah. you need to watch, especially if you like the, his style from Ragnarok and it kind of gets you into his older stuff and, and yeah, excited people, for the future. Like Alex, should definitely watch what we do in the shadows. I will. I will. Who's challenge? Whose challenge is it? <laughs> oh, shit. Whose challenge is it? Mine. Yours. Oh, shit. I was going to say, Matt, if it's yours, do an audible, man. Call it right now. <laughs> no, you get all 2020, man. You, that bed of the dragon took forever. <laughs> all right. Haven't, wow. We haven't done a challenge. And I know. What's this? What's the concept of a podcast again? So, yeah. so three hours later. Yeah. It has so, something to do with that. Yeah. So we take turns. We're like 60 doing minutes. Challenges. The podcast. Challenges. Uh, challenges. And so here's mine. It is British television show. Ben, he's really upset with you, Alex. I'm sorry. I hate the British. Yeah. Okay. So the British television show. And the reason I chose this was because we've been getting into a lot of superhero shows. Whether it's. Give us like a small description and let's try to guess it. I think I know what it is already. Dang it. I think I got it in one. I was going to say Irish British, British television show superheroes. Oh, well, okay, Here. go. Uh, Misfits. British Bake Off. Misfits. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Misfits. It is like, it is like, it gets lost in the shuffle. You get like The Boys, you get Watchmen, you get even Mandalorian to, to an extent. You got these like, you know, superheroes that you follow and Misfits takes that that genre but it's so it's it's unique in so many different ways it's it's high school st- age students um who get superpowers and how they use it and it's not your typical um like super strength or things like that uh, it, it weaves in and out of what superhero superhero powers could be and just with with just the antics just the different things that 
happen. And God, I, it's been so long since I watched it, and I've been meaning to to rewatch it, especially with especially when the boys came out um, in um, Umbrella Academy, because um, what what is his name? He's in both of them. Uh, Robert Sheehan, Sheehan. Uh, he, he plays Nathan Young in Misfits, but it also plays and the Umbrella Academy, the technical guy. No, no the, the goth, goth kid. Yeah, goth kid. Oh yeah, the really edgy yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, he kind of almost plays the same character in, in many ways, but uh, but yeah, it's it's such a great series. I forgot about it for a while until um, it's been populating a lot. Finn's excited. Finn's, no, yeah, Finn's, it, Finn's good now. It absolutely got lost in the shuffle because it came out like... Jesus. Oh, he's scratching you. It came out right at a, right after, I think, Iron Man. So it was like right before we hit our superhero renaissance. Like if they had launched two years later, mm-hmm. I think it'd be totally different it's where it'd be something ran, we still talk about. Ran from 2009 to 2013. So so during that time, you get the, the like Marvel resurgence of like what's going to happen. You get the phase one. And it, Misfits was kind of dying off towards towards the end because uh, you get a lot of different characters during those seasons. Uh, but I think season one is, is, is a short season, too. I think it's only like six episodes and you get a full like you get a full story out of it. And this came out in 2000, 2009. Yeah. So is this and, tied into Marvel? No, no, it's nope. its own, own thing. thing. It's, it's, it sounds kind of like like Invincible. So almost. what it what it is, what it was the way people talk shit about it or like were reductive about it when it came out was it's the British version of Heroes. Yes, Heroes, yeah. So only the first season's good? No, that's <laughs> the crazy shit is this is like, this is Heroes if Heroes had balls where like... So if Heroes was good. Yeah, yes. there's consequences. They're not afraid to say like, hey, I know you love this character, but sorry, man, story dictates. But like both, when time travel is introduced, it goes downhill. Fucking goes wonky. Yeah, I never do time travel unless you're the Flash. It, it almost feels like two different series, but we'll get into all that later. Yeah. But I think the worst part of Heroes was the stupid uh, Peter Petrelli stuff. Like I'm the everything, yeah. And so they had to like keep resetting him. That well, the fact that off. they never killed off Siler, even though they should have killed him and off. I like, think he became a good guy ish. Yeah. Horn, horn rim glasses, best villain of all time. That's not a villain. Yeah, until yeah. they fucked him up too. Yeah, yeah they should have kept it the way way it was. Guys, it almost Heroes was it... bad, but it was so good. Season one was good. Yeah. But then you get time travel and it screws it up. And then Hente, uh, Hayden Pentier doesn't want to come back. I you are going to say hentai. <laughs> hentai Penitentiary. My new show. Ooh. Guys, I think we just developed a show. It's called Hentai Penitentiary. You got to draw it. Hayden Pentier <laughs> is the, it. the warden. Misfits got 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Has 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and 94% through Google users. Yeah, well, I'll judge it myself. So... You're right. I, and, and that's the thing, too. I never want to judge things off critics, but this is one of the wor- rare ones where, like, I do, you know, agree <laughs> <Yeah>. with the critics. <laughs> well, and also, like, it's it's a short, like, it's 30-something episodes for the entire series. Um, I think the longest season's, like, seven or eight. They're, the longest season is eight, eight Season episodes. one, six. Season two, seven. Uh, yeah, I got eight for the third. Eight so for what you're calling out, we yeah. watch the first few episodes of the first season, see how we come back? Yeah, about three hours worth. Uh, I think it's what twenty minutes per episode, or s- I think Did it's it? forty-five per. Is it? Because okay. it, it was on E4, which is like a, a channel that had commercials in the. It's UK. The one with the tag of the show. No, that's G4. You <laughs> son of a bitch. That's I a, love G4. E4 is a fun, sh- a fun uh, network the show? for for younger kids. Are you trying to say E40? No, it's just called E4. <laughs> I know British networks. <laughs> um, I watch did a this, lot of British Did the show like finish? Or did it like get no canceled? finished? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it got canceled, but if it's it's British, so it they trail they, towards yeah. the end. <laughs> they but, burn out bright or burn out quick. So three hours later would be the first three episodes. Yay! Bum, that's, bum, bum, bum. that's us. That's us. Cool. All right, I'm excited. Uh, let's get out of here and go watch some superhero kids, Team <laughs> Titans or whatever. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on the internet, wherever Alex tells you. Twitter, number three, HRS underscore later. And Facebook and Instagram, the number three, HRS later. No underscore for those. Uh, but if you want every single link, uh, we keep it nice and sweet for you with the link tree. It's link tr period ee four slash number three hours later. I think spelled that's spelled out. out. Yeah, H-O-U-R-S later. Yeah. 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 And it has everything, Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everything. 
Um, Mike, did you want to talk about the stickers for January or for December at least? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> updating. Trying to think of everything updating. I've done lately. Updating. Pretty fucked up right now. I know. Pretty. <laughs> high. No. Um. No. There's just so These many fucking treats. stickers that have piled. Did up. I tell you about the jan- janitor that wanted uh, wanted me to smoke weed with him? No. Yeah. Wait. At Borders? No. I like. Where like, are oh, you I right thought, now? I thought you were gonna say it was Nacho. He's like, <laughs> oh Nacho. Oh yeah. Oh, nacho. I got you guys back you, on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? No one knew like, what you fucking meant, man. He, like spend his entire check on strip clubs. Yeah. yeah. One, one of the stories I'm gonna tell in uh, our retail episode is specifically about him and the weirdest nice. interaction I've ever had with somebody. Nacho, nacho. Well, anyways, I told I politely said no. I don't like high maintenance people. <laughs> <laughs> You Dang it. got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, so for the stickers, uh, the December stickers were insanely late. I had some issues with the the sticker company. Um, I don't think we've shown them off. We're going to put them up on the Facebook. They'll be out there soon. Um, so everyone who is a Patreon subscriber in December is going to be getting both the stickers. Uh, one is just a Christmas themed, which came to us five days after Christmas. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Podcast trio picture. Uh, it was uh, one of the covers to one of our episodes uh, in December. And then the um, other one is a Watchmen logo, and uh, oh, yeah. that'll be available. That's on Patreon, so those are already gone. I'm uh, already shipping out the last of those to the people that had it last month. What we're TikTok, starting, Mike. Jeez, well, I just got them. Uh, but what we're starting to avoid things like that is I now have the ability to produce the stickers in house, 100% from start to finish. I cannot make them to order. They are artisan stickers. Yes, they're they're freshly baked, touched by only my hands. But um, what it does for us is it gives us the opportunity to make more stickers and to make them um, to be a little bit more ambitious with them. So for this month, what we're going to be doing is a full sticker sheet of every oh, Star Wars drawing I had done. So I think it's, uh, let me do a count. Oh, that's weird. It's like 11 stickers. I was going to say it's 10. But we have like 11 stickers that are going to be on there that uh, no, all work No, it's 10 out. stickers and a bonus one. It, it actually is because it's 10 <laughs> stickers and our logo, which I didn't realize the machine wasn't going to, was still going to cut out like a sticker nice um so that'll be coming out soon i'll have some information on the facebook group about that and we'll put it on patreon as well obviously and it'll give us a way to um just make sure we're making better things quicker for everybody and it'll also open up avenues for us to start doing like things like t-shirts or coloring books or just other weird fun things that we want to do coloring books nice <laughs> better people better ingredients papa pop stickers papa stickers yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. but yeah if y'all, taking pictures. y'all like lady, lady boba <laughs> Oh, say, oh god! I, I thought you were gonna say lady boners. I want to say baby Yoda, lady boba. <laughs> god damn, Babu Frick! Like every word that rhymed came in my brain at the same time. I think I just had a nosebleed. Um. So yeah, now yeah, leave us like, a review. If you guys like those baby Yodas? You'll like a little goblin mat. I got a beer. Oh, you got one, but you had a couple other ones. Oh yeah, he is fifty. I'm fifty again. Check my ID. He is yeah. fifty. I could kick, stretch, and kick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Uh, join the Super Secret Group too on Facebook. We memes, yeah. stuff, memes uh, all day. All, we also news every now and then. Uh, Nintendo Land's coming! Yay! Ooh. All right, we're out of here. Uh, bye. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito.